This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This is the British Bulldog, and you're listening to Joner Radio. Hey, this is Gavin Rosdale, and you're listening to Joner Radio. Hey, this is Kira Knightley, and you're listening to Joner Radio. If this is gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. Neil, girl! Out here, just a little bit sweet, but Hey, welcome to another episode. Thanks for tuning in directly on time. It's crazy that you tuned your radio dial exactly when the show was starting. Uh, to Jonah Ray, Dio can't make it because he's off fighting the good fight. Cash Hartzell is here. Hey, everybody. It's me. Hail and hell. Oh, that's right. You don't do that I don't anymore. do that now that I'm married. It's that's right. Your whole new it. thing. Mm-hmm. And then Neil's here. I'm here. Have you stabbed yourself with a knife lately? How, what constitutes lately? All right. Well, in the, in the gauge of a week, I'd say. Oh, no. Last time, still the same. Okay, great. It's all healed. It's all healed up? Oh, you're like, you're like a slow-paced Wolverine. <laughs> uh, or a fast-paced Neil Mahoney. Sure. <laughs> Our guest for today... He's been in many things. What? You don't have what? I, for some reason, I thought I had the the bad band version of that 2001 song. Do you want me to do it? Yeah. You sure? Okay. I'm sure sure glad we we whipped through. We got that open just right, so we could argue about this. This is Jonah Radio, home to the over two and a half hours podcast uh, length, (laughs) uh, uh, which our guest loves. You might have seen him in. Terriers. No. no. What was that one called? Uh, the one that was like Terriers. Roswell? I don't know. It was a cop show. Fargo. Good guys. Good guys. Oh. They didn't have TV for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't on TV for very long. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> so it was exactly like Terriers. That's right, exactly. That's why I probably mixed it up. He also uh, got the role that I auditioned for in Fargo, the TV series. Really? Yeah, I don't know why oh, I was Yeah, there. yeah, that's... Are you Colin Hanks? Okay. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, I want to go back to. You should go back to wherever that agent was. I don't know. There was a time that I was just getting stuff in, uh, get sent out for stuff that wasn't right for me. And uh, uh, when I did it, I was like, "There's no way. Yeah. There's no way I'm getting this." And then when I saw that's the attitude. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I'm just going based I, on I, facts. I, 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 I know a few working actors. That actually is the attitude. Oh, okay. that, and yeah. and it's you're never right for any of the stuff <laughs> until all of a sudden someone says you got it and you went, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, that's uh, it's a uh, it, you know it's funny because I was like trying to 
I was going back because it's like there's I know a bunch of stuff you've been in, but you've like you've you've been hitting like you just you're you're in a ton of stuff. They had the whole season of Dexter. Yeah. Which thankfully for you wasn't the last season. No, no, I uh, I don't even I think it was, it was second the to last sixth season. Yeah, second to last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they had eight? Yeah. Yeah. That math is sound. You got to <laughs> just in time. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. Yeah, I pop up. I like to uh, yeah. like whack-a-mole. It's neat. It's like you're becoming like, it's a, it's like a character actor guy. But like you're also like leading man style. So it's kind of the amount of work you get is... Uh, I kind of, the way I think about it is like every time the window is closed, I just like roll up with a crowbar and just prop it open for just a little <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. bit longer. And then swipe that pie. Just a that's little cool bit longer. Off. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny when it, when it comes to like uh, being in this town and auditioning for uh, other tall white guy roles. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have my uh, gripes against a, a delightful guy, great actor, Nelson Franklin. Yes. Uh, but I'm sure he hates you. So, <laughs> so I, I, that's the thing. That's the thing that comforts me every but time. I've lost things to Nelson. So have it, you really? It, oh, yeah, it, it evens out. So he was like, so what's? You guys have been going back and forth, and now Taron Killam's in the mix. I know. <laughs> it was great when he was just in New York. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I know. When he left us, and I was like, oh no. Oh, he's here now. Oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. When Pete Holmes' show got canceled, I was like, oh, he's back in the market. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but we don't care about your uh, long past as a, a accomplished actor. We're here uh, because uh, you are you you make things. Mm-hmm. You you make handkerchiefs. I make uh, just one of many things. Yeah. Yes, but like that's a, that's a, I thought that was really cool. Kerchiefs. 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 Yes, Hank's kerchiefs. Hank's. Uh, I can I can tell you're a man of letters because they're Hank's kerchiefs and not Hankies. Like, not like, hankies. Not hankies. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there was a whole big thing when we were like starting. They were like, I don't know, uh, 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 Hank's kerchiefs is kind of a mouthful. I'm like, just call them Hank's kerchiefs. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Easy breezy. And when I was uh, when I was uh, binging, uh, what it, what, uh, how to spell uh, handkerchiefs? Uh, I didn't realize it was hand kerchiefs. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> not many people know that. Yeah. Everyone calls them handkerchiefs. Yeah. But they're actually hand kerchiefs. And uh, this is just something you're into because you're kind of a rock and roll guy, and you like the idea of uh, shoving fabric into a pocket. Uh, always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. I've just all, yeah, literally I've always carried them. I've always had them. And um, I was sitting at a San Francisco Giants game. You guys are both Giants fans. Mm-hmm. Both Giants fans. And um, there are two things I always try and buy whenever I'm out. Like about, I'm looking for beer koozies mm. <laughs> or kerchiefs, bandanas, whatever you want to call them. Which you could also use as a beer koozie. Yes, exactly. Yeah. In times of need. And so <laughs> they had uh, beer koozies uh, at the Giants game, but they didn't have any kerchiefs. So I went back to my seat and I went, that's a way to never come into money. Start a handkerchief company. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I w- was just So you're still enough. in the red is what you're saying. I was just unemployed enough to try it and do it. <laughs> and actually I did it. And now it's kind of like a, a, a like a full-fledged like thing now. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's cool. what, when I, I remember I was thinking like I was, I was kind of thought I was going to have some time and that's when I wanted to start like a record label and I was like I'll have time to do yeah, all the yeah. work and then uh, <laughs> I started and immediately started working of course and then I had no time to really do anything with it and it's uh, now it's just kind of there yeah yeah and then I, if Paige Weldon wants to put out a record that's what I do it then 
But yeah. that's about all I've been doing it's so far. Like an far. exercise bike in the corner of the room, with yeah. just a bunch of clothes thrown over. <laughs> yeah, it. it's still anything. getting some use. Yeah, that's where the dry cleaning goes. Yeah, yeah. just on the bike. Yeah, uh, but up. you're you're also a rock and roll aficionado. Yep. You're uh uh you're you're friends with the desert rock scene. You're part of that scene, right? Uh, I'm friendly with, with with some, not all. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. No, no, just oh. in that. No, 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 no. I don't know all of them. Oh shit! I don't know everyone in the scene. Yeah. But uh. But uh, but yeah, it's that's something I think uh, I think that's I think just that's the kind of the neat thing about social media is just like you kind of see people's interests and like seeing yeah. like the shows you would go to and where you would post from or the things you would respond to when someone else would say something about music. Absolutely, it's kind of that's a, my favorite thing about it. Yeah, I, the, the other day, like I had uh, 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 posted uh, this uh, this clip I had seen of uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan breaking a string in the middle of an Austin City Limits. Uh, performance and he just keeps playing no problem I'll do a solo with five strings and then luckily because he's playing the blues like he doesn't have to play guitar during the verse so he just sings the verse (laughs) and he just like nods over to his roadie and they do this like a flawless guitar exchange in which he skips no beats and it's it's actually like fucking impressive yeah and I just like put that out and then Dan Harmon said, like, I started watching this clip because Colin's into music, but then I saw something that was kind of beautiful or something along those lines. And I was just like, oh, geez. 1,400-word blog later. <laughs> somehow, like, he just, you know, somehow the word is out that the, that that's one of my, my interests. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that guitar tech's name? Dean Del Rey. I'm just going to say. <laughs> I, want, I want to do a movie where Dean Del Rey is just the, like, uh, just the zealot. Of, like, of all time rock and Candles roll. Candles lit. <laughs> Bell razors, man. Uh, but we're going to be hanging out. You going to stick around after the yeah, break? Yeah, I'm here. All right, great. Uh, we're going to be uh, playing some music that is submitted. If you want your music submitted uh, played on this show, um, please send it to Jonah Radio, J-O-N-A-H-R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com. This is uh, something that was sent into us uh, by the uh, by uh, sent into us uh, and uh, and amongst us. Um, this is a perfect conversation. Uh, this is this is Poppy Robbie with "Devil Is a Woman" from the troubled times of Samuel Hecky P.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I crumba. This is Bart Simpson, dude. And you're listening to Jonah Radio. Hey, all right. Thank you so much. Uh, that one wasn't bad. That was pretty good. Yeah. That's when we had Nancy Cartwright on the show. Oh, right. Yeah. Is that, the, is that, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Nancy yeah. Cartwright. Nancy Cartwright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nancy Cartwright, Yearly Smith. Uh, Wait, which one does Hank Yearly Smith? Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dan Dom Dan Castellaneta. Uh, uh, who does Marge? Um, Julie Kavner. Julie Julie yeah. She was in that movie. She was in like a coming of age movie where she played a mom who was a stand-up comic. Oh, and it's uh, the Punch main line? character. It's called like My Life or That's So My Life or something like that. I yeah. Remember that? I, I, Is that I've the Neil Hamburger story? No, my, yeah, that's, that's my life. <laughs> um, that's a salty banana. All right. Well, uh, Colin, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this show. I'm sure you are. Uh, <laughs> but this is the part of the show where we delve into the world of uh, music news. That's right. It's time to talk about news in how it regards to the world of music. Yep. In connection to yeah. a lot of impeachment stuff this week. No, no, there's no. That was last week. The news is back in town. The news is back in town. The Nuge. Huey Lewis broke down outside, though. The Nuge is back in town. He's, he's confused. He's lost. Oh, you gotta man. Hide your daughters. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And your um, crossbow literally. targets. He married a guy's... Well, everybody marries somebody's daughter unless well, no, they he don't. He married like a 16-year-old and had to take guardianship in order to do it. Ooh. I thought you were going to say he married someone's crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did that, too. Uh, guys, sad news out of the world of San Francisco music. Uh, Metallica had to cancel a tour because James Hetfield went back into rehab. Heard about this. Yes. Which is uh, a bummer because, like, being a fan of the band and seeing him, like, seem very happy the past... You know, decade or so since St. Anger? Yeah, I mean, even longer than that, right? I mean, it's been a bit, maybe. It's like, probably, it's, it feels like 10, but it's probably like 20 years. Oh, God, I know. That's the weird thing. Yeah, but uh, what birthday did Neil took yeah. you to see some kind of monster for your birthday? What, for my birthday. What birthday was God, it? God, it must have been, I guess I was 24 or something like that. How old do you know? Oh. 37. 15 years? These are all just that's guesses. Not a, Easily. That's not math. Yeah, but uh, they, yeah, uh, the other members uh, released a statement saying, as most of you probably know, our brother James has been struggling with addiction on and off for many years. Uh, this is what we're hearing is a bluegrassy version uh, of Nothing Else Matters um, from Steve and Seagulls. <laughs> Steve and Seagulls. But anyway, they have a whole cover album. <laughs> now I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, a floater. Takes a while. Here, um, before we uh, delve any more into this, it is it is a bummer that James uh, is having trouble still. Are you? Because f- you're you're like a San Francisco Bay Area guy, yeah, and originally from Northern California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sacto, right? Yes, yes. Uh, do you know Steve Malcolmus? No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you know the guys from Seven Seconds? No. This is the rest of the show. No, that's uh, that's you, fair. Do you yeah. know, tough but fair. Do you know Cake? Uh, <laughs> I, I eat it every now and again. Yay! Yay. Uh, but uh, Isaac, you don't do you know, know you don't know Metallica. I, uh, Talica, 
Oh, yeah, the towel. <laughs> Never understood that. Like, why apostrophe, capital T, like, just spell out metallic. Save a lot of time. Yeah. You save a lot of time using that hyphen before. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. You know, Metallica has always been about, you tell us. <laughs> which has always been the only knock I have on, on Metallica. Here's the thing. I think it's a way for them to go, it's not just me, Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> It's you to us, Talica. Yes, it's us, Talica. Uh, but yeah, or as our Spanish brethren say, it's two Talica. Two Talica. Yeah, that's when there's there's too much Talica. Or, or Usted Talica, if it's you're being formal about it. Newstead. No, Poor Newstead. Oh. Poor oh. Jason Newstead. Oh. oh. I think he's doing fine. I think. Yeah. What was that? Mushroom Head. What was that band he did for a bit? Oh. Yeah. I think that was it. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's not Mushroom Head, but it's like that. Yeah. Some, no, Oyster Head was. Oyster Head. Cool. Oyster no, that was, no, that that was Primus's guy. Yeah, oh, that's Primus. Yeah, and, and one of the dudes and from Stuart Fish. Copeland and Trey from yeah. Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. What was the band? There was a band where it was like Chris Novoselic, uh, the other two guys from Sublime, and then maybe Jason Newstead. It was like it was all the other. It was like oh, the, I do remember the something other guys. like that. It was called like HBO's Leftovers or something. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think the only bright side of this is that we might get uh, when he gets out of rehab, we might get another some kind of monster. <laughs> Like a, a sequel? sequel? Maybe. I mean, those Maybe. guys made three movies of, on the Paradise Lost. That's a Paradise Lost is a trilogy. <laughs> Maybe there true. could be a, some kind of monster trilogy. Well, you know, the craziest thing about that movie is I remember the scene where he's come back from rehab and Bob Rock is like, they see the camera and they're like, why are, what's with the camera? Are we really doing this? And, <laughs> and Bob Rock's like, I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But a fucking amazing documentary. It's great. Super, super sad that, uh, obviously, that he uh, is back. In, to go back. Yes, and yes. hopefully that he... With is, that said... Yes. I thought you had a good joke. No. It was going to be mean. No, 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 no. no. I, I hope this therapist, they let... Give write, lyrics? Yeah, That's logs, the best scene, I think. Oh. Best when scene he, in that movie. And it's oh, like, yeah. it's it's as subtle as the best Christopher Guest scene yeah. ever, where it's like, it's he doesn't move his chair away, he just pivots it away <laughs> after realizing what he's given him is lyrical ideas and the pitch is like all right so he's he's he okay so it's a therapist and and he's wearing cosby sweaters and he just <laughs> slips some lyrics surreptitiously and lars catches it and gets super pissed oh god and, and he's you, there to be like a like a like a family therapist for the band yeah but then talks yeah. about going on tour and how much yeah. he's going to charge him anyway if you haven't seen it it is fantastic uh oh, man. guys billy corgan going on a solo tour but we'll play Smashing Pumpkin songs. What's the difference? Um, I want to know the difference of any other, like, you know, he's only ever had, like, what, Jimmy Chamberlain? If Jimmy Chamberlain along with him? Yeah, well, who, who else was in the, what is it? Not Swan, but Zwan. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really, uh, there was a guy, wasn't fucking dude from Slint was in Zwan. Yeah, he was, the Drummer? Rit Walford? No. No. But he was oh, like D- David Pyle. But he was like yeah. 13 years old or something like that. He was like super young. Was that no. what it was? No, because no, no, he, no. he was he was young. They when were all young well, way we've before. We've all been young at some point. We're well, so hey, young. slow Pumpkins down. Were smashed. <laughs> so young. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, the twelve date run will feature songs from across Corgan's discography with Smashing Pumpkins and Zwan. Oh, and his know. solo releases. Uh, Snooze. 
Yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing. I've seen uh, I've seen Liam Gallagher. I'm going to see him again. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine with him playing Oasis songs. I that like works. it. What? Yeah, that works. It works. It works. Yeah, definitely. I I saw. Did I talk, did I talk about how I saw that? Uh, the As You Were. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's propaganda, man. No, no. It's about uh, Liam Gallagher. It's about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like about Liam Gallagher. It's a whole like thing. But it's like I'm I'm convinced that they gave. I I'm convinced. That they've given a ton of money to Bonehead from Oasis to basically just say, yeah, Liam's the better one. Because <laughs> like, now there's this like huge groundswell of support for Liam when he used to be like, well, Noel wrote other songs. Everyone wants to you know, yeah. feel sorry for the writer. The moment that I really, truly, like, no longer really officially gave a shit, and <laughs> but but actually really enjoyed uh, Liam mm. was the video where he was talking about making tea. Oh yeah, and he was yeah. talking about oh, yeah. like now in the '90s we had like three fucking guys. Yeah, we had three tea. blokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I he's just want you guys to figure this shit out, please. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking great. Uh, so, guys, here's a weird, here's a weird one. Uh, Moby helped Congress's investigation of the Donald Trump Deutsche Bank situation. Well, of course. Uh, they was they did they need vegan catering and he came to their their rescue. Was that was that their problem? I just it's a it's an odd thing. It see this seems like another thing Moby is trying to do to make people forget about the uh, the weird thing with girls. Creep thing he did yeah. with uh, well, what's her face? What's her face from Star Wars? Oh yeah, she was in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, you ever audition for a Star Wars? Uh, I, I had a took a. I meeting. liked you trying to keep up. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. You guys are fast. You guys are real quick. I'm, yeah. I'm, I've been up since five in the morning. Um, I, I had a meeting for a Star Wars. Which one? Uh, the Attack of the Clones. Oh shit! Uh, me, I went and you went and had a meeting with somebody. And you talked about everything but Star Wars. Mm. And it was pretty much like every actor at that time. So it was Nelson Franklin, (laughs) uh, the like. Uh, And that was, yeah, that was it. That was as as far as it went. Yeah, that's a... Bullet dodge. (laughs) No, I mean, at this point... They're they're giving them out like candy these days. Yeah, you just get it. Can't get those auditions, but I got that one back. (laughs) Yeah, a report published on October 1st by the New York Times reveals a curious tidbit about the House Intelligence Committee's respective probe into these alleged hijinks. Moby assisted a little bit with the investigation. (laughs) The electronic producer who did not respond to Spin's request for comment uh, is a constituent and friend of the committee's chairman, Adam Schiff. Yeah, I was going to say. Who loves. Schiff probably represents Moby's district. District, which uh, he has a little pine, his restaurant. Oh, yeah. His vegan restaurant. That's your district. Yeah. Uh, the, speaking of which, twice in the last week, people have given me directions that have included that restaurant. I don't know where it is. When you see Little Pine, yes, exactly. Just keep going. Keep going. Mm. Make a right at Little Pine. Um, does it say what he actually did? Uh, the musician introduced Shift to Val Brooksmith, uh, the adopted son of late Deutsche Bank executive William Brooksmith. Uh, the younger Brokesmith had internal bank documents from his parents' computers, which he obtained after William's death. So it was, I think it was a little meaty wow. meat thing. This is this yeah. is like a uh, a cut scene from Less Than Zero. Is like a bunch of fucking teenagers <laughs> partying. Moby, they hired Moby to DJ, or maybe he just heard about a teen party and he swung by and he met this fucking fifteen-year-old who stole a bunch of documents from his parents' computer. Yeah, and he's like, I know a congressman. Come here. Yeah. Oh boy. 
so recently, uh, here's some hockey news for you guys. By the way, uh, Neil brought some uh, Pink Whitney, <laughs> which is a uh, hockey vodka. Um, season starts tonight, boys. Yeah, oh, season opener, boys. Oh, oh. they got to get that, boys. Hitter oh, batter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to put the puck on that. Smelch? Schmelt. Schmelt. Yeah. Are you a Letterkenny fan? So Who? Letter yeah, yeah. Oh. What? You'll like it. It's a, it's a show on Hulu from Canada. Oh, You'll yeah. love it. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, forward. Oh, oh, I like that. So Green Day announced NHL partnership. That's right. They yeah. prepped the new song "Fire Ready Aim." <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Oh. Um, and so they're going to be, uh, you know, the, the arenas have been playing "Holiday" and "Know Your Enemy" for years, but this coming season, hold on, do they have a song called "Know Your Enemy" or do they just? They it, do, yeah. That okay. was on the the uh, the uh, American uh, Idiote. Okay, so I think. Yeah, maybe because know your enemy. I just when I hear that, I just think of Rage Against the Machine. Of course. Um, which uh, Green Day's had a weird thing over the years of yeah. uh, like pulling riffs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, listeners, you might know about um, uh, American Idiot, uh, the song stealing a riff from Dillinger Four, who they had just the previous summer gone on a Japanese tour with. So here's a. This is, of course, American Idiot. And coming up next, Dillinger Four. Shift. Yeah, Moby. Yeah. Get Moby Let's on the horn. Shifty shift. Shifty shift. Via Moby. Via Moby Mobs. It'll be perfect too because he can put one record on one turntable and one record on the yeah. other. But here's another thing that our, our friend Jimmy, the drummer from uh, Toys I Kill, Mike Felix, um, he just talked about the new uh, single, Father of All, uh, from Green Day, which of course is uh, is uh, you know their latest single, the new album coming up. So here's a here's a drum beat. From uh, We Control the Sun by Toys I Kill. Coming up after this interlude. Prelude? Prelude. 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 Okay. So that's, that's Toys I Kill. And then here's Green Day. Also, a Jimi Hendrix, Mitch Mitchell. That's a good point. Yeah. Which goes to show. That's green. There's not much you can do. Yeah, that's green. That's Green Day's new single. Have they ever done falsetto before? I don't think so. I, I, good for them. They're expanding. Bringing out that toolbox. You know, it's it's one of those things. Billy Joe has always like started those little side project bands that don't yeah. sound like Green Day. So maybe he's just kind of going like, eh, just make more money if i just they can do whatever the fuck they want at this point at yeah. this point yeah. they can do whatever the fuck they want they're in the rock and roll hall of fame yep they've done a great service to supporting the scene they came from they yep. own like half of downtown oakland yeah exactly they've helped uh gilman street yep. stay alive like uh they've helped out the guy uh from uh, larry livermore who started lookout records who gave him their That's first right. record deal like they've helped him out a lot they changed the face of broadway <laughs> they did. <laughs> there would be no producers. No nope. musical. No, not at all. <laughs> um, recently, uh, Weezer drama for a living. Weezer made Dave Grohl cry with their cover of Nirvana's "Lithium." Yes, made, made not the cry. reason that you think. 
he, which well, you is, would assume that it would be a really bad cover and it would make him cry. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was good. Yeah. See, guys, yeah. I'm fast. Like yeah, you've been okay. up since five. You guys, yeah. speed up. Yes. Come on. Catch Sorry up about with that. Me. Sorry. Expecting a bigger reaction than that. Uh, but also uh, at that same show, which is the Rock and Rio, I believe, uh, which Tenacious D is at right now, uh, the Strokes. Uh, had uh, Eddie Vedder come out and they did a. Uh, Jeez, the Strokes were in town last week. No, that was the uh, the the, the was that Ohana festival. Oh, that was the Ohana festival. Yes. That's right. I'm sorry. Where's that? That, uh, that? The Weezer thing happened at the. The Rock Weezer thing happened at Rock and Rio. where yes. where the D was. Yeah, so uh, the Strokes had Eddie Vedder come out and sing Juice Box with them, which is pretty great. Let's so uh, skip it up. That's it works. I uh, I saw him play uh, this song with them. Oh shit! Like a and it's insane how well he fit in. It yeah. fucking works. Yeah. Yeah. This is it right here. It's really good. It's fucking. It's, it's fucking really fits. It's really, really good. It's yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, it sounds like a Pearl Jam song. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the Strokes <clears throat> at like one of those radio festivals in Washington D.C. in 2001, and uh, this girl was like bombing towards the front of the stage, and I was like, "All right, uh, I'll just make way," and like, just, like she really like ran into me, and then like climbed up and then like crowd surfed to the front. And uh, what I realized moments later was she stole my wallet. Oh, shit. <laughs> so she stole my wallet, crowd surfed to the front, gets like helped out by the the, the security. Then went back around and just was like ripping wallets all day. Oh <laughs> fucking hey, that's amazing! Like, what a hustle! Last night, <laughs> um, you know, I thought I had downloaded this, but let's see if it still plays. This is—I'm uh, not sure if you guys know this—but uh, for take the your for the newest, <laughs> um, take a bear share uh, for the newest season of Pe- Peaky Blinders. They had. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah. Do a cover of Red Right Hand by Nick Cave. Right and I realize I'm surprised that no one's used this for a beat before or sample. When I heard this, I was like, this beat is great. Yeah. yeah. That is great. You don't have no money. Everything else so is you not, it's so, not great. so great. But you don't that beat is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Also Snoop Dogg. I, it's been a long time. It shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Is he a crip or a blood? He's, he's, he's a crip. He's a crip. How can you have, like they? They won't say red most of the time. I mean, that might be why. Like he may have had this idea in 1994, and he's like, yeah, I can't say red. I won't. I won't do it. So oh my god, did, did Snoop Dogg come up with the show Peaky Blinders and oh he sat god. on it? Yes. And just <laughs> gave it to somebody else via Moby. Via Moby. <laughs> and then uh, was like, I'm going to do a remix. <laughs> um, it's funny because when I was looking up, uh, of course, we all know the uh, original version from uh, the good old uh, Nick Cave and the, Nick the, bad, Cave and the bad Seeds. But. Uh, a lot of people have covered this. Uh, Arctic Monkeys did a cover of it. Doing their Arctic Monkeys thing. I've never heard this. Yeah. Interesting. Is this off a of one of their albums or is it a? This is off of the Crying Lightning EP. Uh-huh. That's a good take on it, I think. Yeah. This 
this the lyrics work significantly better. Yes, yeah. Than <laughs> Alex mouth. Very true. Crooning. Fiddler, our friends in Fiddler did it at some uh, radio show. These guys are kind of fearless as far as covers. They will yeah. do everything. <laughs> This really has that radio show sound to it. <laughs> Echoey? Yeah. That's a good cover. Yeah. Also, Pete Yorn for the Hellboy soundtrack in 2004. What? Oh, this is. This might be the version I'm most familiar with. Really? Yeah. Wow. Big Hellboy fan? <laughs> no, I just. This is played on the radio, right? I don't know. This is just sounds the closest yeah, to the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yes. just sounds like. Because I was gonna say, yeah, it's, it sounds like the original with a guy who's trying to get his voice as low as I can. Let me inhale some xenon. And then of course Iggy Pop and Jarvis Cocker from Pulp did a version. Really? Yeah. What seems an Iggy Pop's wheel? So Red Red Hand has become a standard in, I guess, uh, the rock world. Yeah, it's, that's interesting. It, yeah, it does. It does even have that sort of jazz level to it where it's uh, very simple melodically but complex yeah mm. I said that <laughs> yeah so that's uh, we love a good cover here we and do. that was a bunch of them in a row just makes me want to walk in slow motion through <laughs> yeah, nobody, Birmingham nobody picked that uh, for walking in slow motion we, that I, you was, know what I, I th- the, when I the, the, when I hear that song I immediately think because uh, it shows up in the Dumb and Dumber uh, movie it's oh, really? uh, it's like with like they have a few bucks to their name, and then uh, Jim Carrey's off to go get like supplies like for the house, and then you know Jeff Bridges goes like, "Don't get anything dumb," and then it's a hard cut to right when the song starts, like you know with the wow. bell, and it's a uh, Jim Carrey with the big foam cowboy hat and the box <laughs> remember, of beers. I remember this. I yeah. remember the look of it. Yeah, and he gets his wallet stuck that's in the. Playing? Really? Yeah, that's what's playing is uh, Red Right Hand. I we should no save idea. the. We should do that for the next time we have to do. We're doing another one of those needle drop replaces. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that that's a good that one. specific scene that <laughs> yeah. he vaguely remembered. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> that I just remember that. What's well, yeah. the hat? That's the it's the hat. The, it's the hat. hat. It's and funny. The paddle. It's big. Yeah, big hat. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dentist who contributed forty thousand dollars to the budget. I'm, I'm you willing. Have a big hat. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that's what Turd. that Star Wars meeting was like too. Was yeah, just yeah, him yeah. talking about the hat scene. Turd Ferguson. Um, <laughs> no, it is. It's funny. It's, it's, big not, hat. it's funny. It's big hat. Um, the uh, the the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack. I remember fucking getting that. It was really good. You want me to look it up? Well, it's uh, I think there was uh, there was a good green jello. Look it up. It's this is the part in this the podcast yeah. where someone has to look something up. This is every your podcast oh ever yeah. recorded. Look it up, man. Yeah, if you're real, you're really going against podcasting today, are you? <laughs> oh, Tweeted no. earlier. No podcasts have to be two and a half hours. Well, can I tell you why? Sure. Because, uh, and I'll be honest here. I, and there are plenty of podcasts that I've been on that have been much longer than two hours, and they were very fun to do. Whether they were fun to listen to, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear myself talk for that yeah. long. But if there's like a, a funny comedian, and it's like, oh, he's got a podcast, I want to check that out. And mm-hmm. then I look, and it's two and a half hours. Like, do you want to spend two and a half hours with someone to decide if you like them? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Are you sub? 
talking Pete Holmes I, right now? Or? <laughs> no, I'm not. That's a no, because that a, would make it weird. It's a I, <laughs> like that. I don't not have to be. Kumail. I'm not going to be in the car for two hour, two and a half hours in a day. Good point. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to. We're going to. This is a two parter. Yeah. Over the course of a couple of days. Listen to it on the way to work. On the That's way back. That's insane. You've probably done some jobs where you have a long commute. I yes. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I just say I'm just saying this chair. show. This show is, we're, you know, we're, we're barely cracking an hour these days, but boy, oh boy, did we used to be long. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, we used to be really, really drunk. We used to get really, really drunk. And nobody wants those to end, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing um, makes you did, endear a drunk did you find you. The, Did you find it? Yes. See what we did? We talked over it, and now it's not, It's almost like you <laughs> just know, had it ready to go. I know. All right. Uh, I what you were doing. We're good. Shit. A, kick it off with a Crash Test Dummy song, The Ballad of Peter Pumpkinhead. Now, here's the thing. That song doesn't show up in the movie. Like, mmm, shows up in the movie. That is in the movie, but the Peter Pumpkin head. I don't think right. it's in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Dead Eye Dick with New Age Girl. She oh. don't eat meat, but she sure like the bone. Did we remember this song? I no. do. Dun, 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 rough. I yeah, it was. Oh, uh, I got a new yeah, yeah. age girl. Yep. Tell yeah, us yeah. what she's like. Like yep. my uh, like ninth grade, whatever, like bus trip to school, they would play it on the morning radio. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, wow, That's you were like that in nine. <laughs> well, it's just like such a fucking ham-fisted joke lyric. Well, it's just, just the one. She don't eat meat, but she sure like the bone. Yeah, it was just like, ugh, it's so gross. Yeah. What else they got? Uh, the Primitives with Crash. Uh, Gigolo Ants with Where I Find My Heaven. A cover of Hurdy Gurdy Man by the Butthole Surfers. This is a really uh, $5.99 Super Saver yeah, disc. Really <laughs> <is>. <laughs> Galaxy of Stars. Uh, this is a cassette a, tape at a truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> a Green Jelly song, the bear song. Yeah, the Whoa. bear went over the mountain to see what he could see. The other side of the mountain was all that he could see. So he went back over the mountain to see what he could see. The other side of the mountain was all that he can see, which I believe was uh, their take on uh, Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost it could be a reference to Donovan. First there was a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is. Well, you're, you got Hurdy Gurdy Man on it on this already. So oh, there maybe, you go. Maybe there's some whole Donovan yeah. subplot. To and that Hurdy Gurdy Man from Buttle Service, that's the one that goes like, that one. Get Ready by the Proclaimers. And of course, You Sexy Thing by D-Light. Hold on. There's another Proclaimer song? Yep. Yep. Just says, get ready. And then what was the last one? Uh, you sexy thing. You sex. Oh yeah, yeah. D light. D light. D. That's a good soundtrack. Light. But this is, Which this is, is just the soundtrack. That's, like how said, the, that's how it's pronounced. No, the not light is short. The light is short. Not you got the D right. Know. Yeah. No, there's like, there are three D. There are three E's in D light. Yeah. 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 Four actually, if you count the one at the end. New York City. I I, I wasn't at first, but now I am. Uh, guys, they are going to be re-releasing a special edition of the best MTV Unplugged ever, Nirvana Unplugged, and uh, it's going to be on vinyl, and they're adding some of the rehearsal tracks uh, uh, for Come As You Are, Polly, uh, Plateau, Penny Royal T, and The Man Who Sold the World. That is their best album. I, I know it's like half covers yeah, and not really their sound, but I feel it's like it's what would have happened eventually. Yeah. Uh, oh, definitely. And it, the... the I was talking about this with uh, our friend Aaron Aaron uh, Baker over the weekend, and the amount of introduction that album does to other bands is, yeah. is crazy. You got Bowie, you got who, if you were 14, you might have no idea it was. You definitely don't know that song. No, not yeah. at all. You, uh, Led, 
Lead Belly, who Lead you Belly. really yeah. don't know, and then the Meat Puppets. The Meat which, Puppets, which, and then also the Vaselines, oh, which the Vaselines. they had already covered. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it's just a, such an introduction to like, oh, if you like us, go find these other other bands. Well, and you could play that album for anyone. Oh, and yes. they'd be like, oh. Oh, I like this. Yeah. This is yeah. good. Whereas, you know, I'm not sure if you play like the original, you know, radio Re- friendly oh. uh, unit, unit shifter. shifter. Yeah. I don't think everyone's going to be like, ooh, I like this. Yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. Who is Francis Farmer and why does she need revenge? <laughs> <laughs> but she, what's that Francis Farmer get against Seattle? <laughs> um, yeah, definitely the best record. Um, do I need those other five songs? Sure. Yeah, I'll, yeah. yeah I I'll like I like to hear the alternate version. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was never, you know, it's if they weren't on there, the rehearsals. So I don't know what yeah. could be so different from there. I believe Kurt did it in Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a. I like that. Like a, I like how he even starts. Like this is from her first album. A lot of people don't know it. Like it just. <laughs> By the way, released in 1989. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Bleach. That's from the 80s. Yeah, that's an 80s record. <laughs> wow. It's funny when you listen to that too. You're, you're like, like it's like if you put some of those like Bleach songs next to any of that other sub pop coming out at that time, I wouldn't have been able to really tell the difference. Well, dude, uh, so I'm sort of working on a project, and and one of the things that I've been doing is trying to come up with like a a, a mixtape, and it's a project that takes place in like the spring of 1990 and Mm. so we're making like a mixtape of things that would have been like released around that time or within like the year prior yeah and we put uh, uh, a nirvana song on there and when you listen to some of the other stuff that was released in 1989 when that was like it is such a insane outlier yeah like even more so than anything that was released in 1991 because by by 91 there's enough other stuff that is kind of in the same kind of vein yeah that is 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 kind of as popular as they are or like on par but then there's also like escapade by janet jackson yeah and you know vogue and all of these songs so it's like when you hear something you go jeez that was 1989 yeah and then within you know a few years what's what's neat about that there's always the world there's a thing that i've noticed like uh there's always a band that's hard that people just kind of all of a sudden get like that, that happened with the mets i remember like the Mets were just like really noisy and loud, but like their shows were filling out with all kinds of people. Like, yeah. like people, I always kind of gauge it. It's like, I have a friend who's like mainly into hip hop. He likes a lot of music, but he mainly loves like Atlanta, dirty South kind of mm-hmm. trap hip hop stuff. Um, but it's like, but then he's like, Hey, have, he'll always go to me. He's like, you ever heard the Mets? And so there's bands and I think Queens of the Stone Age was one of those bands. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were just yeah. like, they're a noisy loud band yeah. that like everyone just collectively is like, Oh, but when it comes to the noisy rock stuff, we like these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. And they kind of get picked. Yeah. Almost. Caius didn't get picked, but no, Queens did. Queens did, yeah. Yeah. Because they had hooks, man. Mm, it helps to have a good singer. Yeah, like a that's true. a melodic singer. Yeah, I guess that that's helps. it. That does help. They yeah. come in from the desert, guys. Play some shows in town. <laughs> <laughs> that's really when they took off. Don't remind me of that Pappy and Harriet's experience. <laughs> that was a lot of, lot of animal feces. Uh, but uh, that is it for our music news segment for this episode. That's right. We got it. We figured it all out. Everything got done. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Are you going to stick around after I'm, the break? I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Okay, a, great. Hey, awesome. Colin, have you ever heard this song? Uh, Baby, how long will you keep me in the penalty box? No. 
Dave the Hammer Schultz from the Broadway Broad Street Bullies. Oh my god. He put out a seven inch in like 1970. Oh, I'm definitely sticking around. <laughs> nice tease. All right. Uh, we are going to play a song from the Bougie Boys. Uh, these They're out of Canada. I love them so much. Here's a song, Calling. I'll be right back with more Colin Hanks. Bougie Boys, uh, we're still here with uh, Colin Hanks uh, uh, from a very many things. Li- Life in Pieces is the new one. Uh, no, that God was canceled. Damn it. It damn was canceled. It. God shit! It's all right. It had been on for four years. It yes. had a good run. I, I okay, will. Great. I will say this. I I used to work at CBS. Yeah. And there CBS. Was, no, see, no. I <laughs> used to sell a lot of the DVDs of the episodes. <laughs> CBS. <laughs> I used to work. I work at Television City, and there was you know they got that whole long hallway on both sides. It's all shows. Oh yeah? that, that are up there. You guys beat everybody on the wall. Are you serious? In, the, in that four or in the three years, uh, really? When because I was there. those were probably the only places where there were posters for that show. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Well, Letterman was on that wall too, and it was kind of amazing. You you outlasted him. Whoa. I mean, you you only because you came back one year and he left. That yeah, year, yeah, yeah. But oh my goodness. Yeah. No, everybody you, on the wall. Like a, we were just talking about the last time we saw each other. Your movie, uh, your uh, your doc on uh, Tower Records came out after that time we were in uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah shortly but you were that was your night so you were kind of uh, you know scattered i had like a i just said hi and then, you yeah you were there for, yeah i was there yeah yeah, yeah at the party and there was a party yeah um, yeah that was like yeah fuck that was four years ago god damn it that's yeah. crazy almost like to the day how's it how's it what's it like to throw a party that literally changes the landscape of los angeles <laughs> those <laughs> fucking signs are still up there <laughs> I cannot believe that they've still kept those up. I there must be people in there that, and they're just like, "Cool, we'll be in the tower building." Like that, it, it's like this weird Gibson non-official had, branding. Gibson had the lease, and they were very kind, and they like helped us throw the party, and they let us repaint it. And then, in an effort, like to, I mean, really, they 
I can't say enough nice things about them. They kept it up yeah. for as long as they as long as they could. And I guess for like, listeners, there's a legend. There was a legendary Tower Records on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, which that went out of business. A, uh, All things must pass. A documentary on Tower Records, and that was kind of the focal point. That was the one. That was like the yeah. I mean, that, that was like in, Rock and Roll Ralphs in Los Angeles. Yes, yes. exactly. Rock and Roll Ralphs. I saw Brian Setzer doing in store there without the orchestra. Oh. Hey. Yeah. oh. But um, yeah, so Gibson just always kept uh, the the signage up and kept our poster up in the window for the longest time. And like even when Guns N' Roses came in and they did their first big concert, oh, back, yeah. they still kept our poster up, which is fucking insane. So a big thank you to the people at Gibson and for well, doing that. So shows to go you how what a good documentary you made. You brought it back in people's mind. They're like, we we want to celebrate yes. this. Yeah. Well, it is a that. very good documentary. Thanks, man. It's a it's a, it's if yeah, is it available streaming anywhere or? Yeah, yeah, it's on uh, iTunes and yeah. Voodoo or Hoodoo, Hoodoo and all of those places. <laughs> um yeah, and it's uh what I like about it is it it's like a almost acts as like a bunch of mini rock docs. Yeah, just because oh, of all yeah, the people yeah, kind sure. of involved over time, and yeah, it's uh, it just has like a bunch of little mini stories throughout the the history of the pretty much yeah thing, which is fucking fantastic. Are you, are you gonna do another any more documentaries or that thing you were talking about the mixtape? Is that a doc? Or? Well, no, that's not a doc. That's that's just something else that I'm I trying s- to make I saw up. Another out of doc you did. You did the Crazy Crab documentary for ESPN.com, no, which was that's great. Giants fan right there. Absolutely, <laughs> and it was it's a great story that uh, I, I've always loved. It was a mascot that everybody fucking hated. Like it was a mascot designed to be hated. And, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It was in the '80s when the Giants were not too dissimilar to this past season they were horrible and um as for an advertising campaign they came up with this like fake poll where they said like we polled everyone in san francisco about you know whether they wanted a mascot and everyone said no so we gave one to them anyways it was like designed to be super cheesy because this is like the era of like the Philly fanatic and the, the the san diego chicken and and all that sort of stuff so they they came up with a of the, with a, a a character called the the uh, crazy crab, which was designed to be horrible, and, and they did it for this commercial. And the team was so bad that they needed to come up with any excuse to like entertain <laughs> what few fans they had at Candlestick that year. So they're like, "Well, we still have this costume. Let's just get that guy back out and have oh him run God. out." And like it was like kind of like a, a hit in that people fucking hated him and would like throw batteries at him Shit. and like bags full of piss and stuff. Oh my God. Like, it was really... the, the players would do it too. Oh like the players God. didn't like him either. Yeah, yeah. And the guy was crazy. The guy, Wayne Doba was his name. He was actually a trained mime. Oh man. And he was in uh, Scarface. What? <laughs> do you remember the yes. scene in the in, in the, the nightclub? In the nightclub. And there's those guys with the weird mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's the guy in the weird mask oh that gets God. shot up and then Scarface uses his dead body as like <laughs> cover. So he was kind of used to, you know, being used as a yeah. Yeah, shield yeah. by yeah. an organization. But uh yeah, it was just it was a thirty for thirty short doc that we did. That's I'm great. So and then then you also did uh I have not seen it, but it was uh it was uh, not Queens, but um, oh, the Eagles of Death Metal. Doc. Eagles of Death Metal. Doc. Oh, that's when they right. Went you back the, when you went back yeah. to Paris, or yeah. not Paris, but uh, yeah, no, Paris. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We went yeah. Back to Paris. That must have been really uh, an emotional. That one was rough. That yeah. one was really, really hard. That one, that one has sort of like took me 
out of the dock loop for a while because yeah. it was just a little too uh, hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can, I can imagine go, you're there, you're friends with these guys, you're going through it with them, and then you immediately have to go like, well, now I have to go and post and like figure out how to show this emotional experience. To be yeah, there. like that. The yeah, I mean, nothing about that one was was easy, and and nor is it supposed to be. You know, um, and no, and in the large scheme of things, it's not that bad. Uh, you know, I had to make a movie. That's all I had to do. Yeah. But um, uh, to you know, interview your friends that you don't want to ask them these questions, but you have to. That's the agreement that you guys have. That's super hard, and I thought that was going to be the hardest thing. And then I went and met a whole bunch of strangers oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, and had to do that. And I wasn't really mentally prepared for that. But, um, you know, the spirit in, in which we tried to, to, to sort of tackle that thing and, and like, really the, the, the goal of that was to show everyone sort of putting their lives back together and trying to move on and using the film as a way to help do that. You know, not like just going in and and like cannibalizing yes. their story, yeah. but actually trying to f be a part of their healing process. That was sort of like the goal. That's the And when I was really done with admirable. that, I said, cool, I'm done for a while. I'm going to go do life in pieces for another three years. Yeah. yeah. Fall down. So. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. That's gnarly. Did you ever play music? I did, yeah. I played, um, I played bass um, in. No, but did you ever play like actual music? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Solid bass Tough joke. But fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I played uh, bands uh, in uh, high school and, and college. You know, what kind of stuff? Really, really horrible, bad stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the high school. You're band, a Nazi bands. That's crazy. <laughs> no, the high school band. I I can't even really describe what it was. Just like an amalgamation of just like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like it was. Just, so you're, you're like a early '90s high school. Or, yeah. 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 It was like '93. I graduated in '96. So yeah. It was okay. Like that. And so it was basically just like ska. A, no, there was no ska. Thank God. Um, but it was, um, hear that cash. How does that make you feel? I mean, cash? It makes me feel a little, but we were in different places in different times. He was in like Sacramento in 96 and I was in Santa Cruz in 98. So there's just, you can't <laughs> compare totally, the two. Totally there's different. at least like three or four bridges in between. Them. You know what? I'll, so, I'll he's say got the Delta to deal with. I've got yeah. the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this about Scott. No more joyous music that shit upon more. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It gets Very people dancing. People. It's usually pretty positive and people hate it. Yeah. Yeah, it, people love to shit on it. They really yeah, do. It if it's is, down, it will pick you up, pick you up, pick you up. Uh, that that is absolutely one hundred percent true. So, were you do? Were you like playing covers, or were you uh, trying to? Like we would do like a weird. Uh, we did like a weird Primus cover that didn't really sound like Primus at all. That's a big swing for some <laughs> yeah. kids that are just yeah. In high oh school. yeah, yeah. No, it was really it was six string or four string. It was bass. really dumb. Four, <laughs> yeah. four string bass, which didn't really make much yeah, sense. It's tough to do. Um, yeah, it was just kind of like this weird hodgepodge of of um you know not quite grunge uh not quite like smashing pumpkins it was just it was just kids literally not knowing what they were doing yeah and sort of figuring it out but not like a good kind of not knowing what they're doing and yeah, figuring yeah. it out it's like <laughs> no we'll try and put like six chords in, you know it was just yeah. really just kind of an excuse to fuck around with with instruments and then in college it was 
like not quite a it was live hip hop to a degree Ooh. but not like the roots but yeah. then not like limp biscuit there was yeah. like kind of like a um, little bit somewhere in between yeah martin star uh still has like i think a little uh group uh, where it's like a roots ish, like live live really? hip hop stuff that he wrote. Yeah, on. I mean, it was yeah, it was sort of like kind of uh, there was yeah, like like, one like, like an LL Cool J MTV unplugged, really. <laughs> Without Yo, the rewind fu- that, rewind that. <laughs> You're remembering the exact part of tape that I'm remembering. Exactly, rewind the tape and and that, and we all had uh, white uh, yeah. deodorant on yeah. uh, oh. pits, um, foamy pits, yeah. Foamy Pits, which is the ironically the name of his band in high school. Oh. Hey. Um, what was your first concert? Uh, March fifth, nineteen ninety, Arco Arena, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers wow. on the Full Moon Fever Tour. Holy wow. shit! And we're saying this. We're recording this on Tom Petty's birthday. I think it's today. Well, oh, wow. it's his death. It's his death birthday. day. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, his I was there. To yeah, I was at that last you show. I was there. Yeah. Too. yeah. That's right. That's right. Because uh, that's where you guys saw yeah. each other. That's well. No, we didn't see each other. We were go- well. No, we did see. I each think other we waved at each other. We waved at each other. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and that Josh last wanted show, to the beat third you night. up at the in the parking lot. That's right. That's that's right. We had yeah. a whole bit. Yeah. yeah. Whole, that's, that's, it was a bit. He didn't. It was really, a, yeah, He didn't, didn't really, really want to. Uh. But yeah. That's right. This is, is death. This is. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Wait. That means before I, when I texted you this week, it must have been. Like, because I texted you about um, going to going that to, show, going no, well, going to on when the day he died, I was DJing Tom Petty songs at Footsie's on Figueroa. Oh, that's right. And I was like, I was like, hey, if you want somewhere to go to just like listen that's and talk, that's right, that's like, right, uh, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So, uh, Full Moon Fever tour. Lenny Kravitz opened up. Hey, but, um, the uh, Let Love Rule. Lenny Kravitz, mm-hmm. as opposed oh. to the later Lenny Kravitz, like the soul singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lenny yeah, yeah. Kravitz. Yeah, more more. Not, I'm, Lenny I'm gonna. Are you gonna go my way? Yeah, but, uh, not that. But like, uh, but the more Beatles, it ain't yeah. over till it's over. Was that around then? Uh, it ain't, it ain't over till it's over. Oh no! Um, was it that? No, 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 no. It was even before that. It was before that. I didn't know him before that. Yeah, I, I, the first time I'd ever even heard of him was uh, "Are You Gonna Go My Way." Yeah, he had this weird. Uh, he had an album. I think it was called "Let Love Rule." I want to say yeah. Yeah. that, sounds, that, that sounds about right. Sounds this, like something we, you'd hear on Alice. We've already wasted our look em up for <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I burned that up. card. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's tough Selfish. but fair. Tough but fair. Google it, dog. Um, all right. So uh we know you have your Hank's kerchiefs business. Yes. Uh and no. you're still trying to you know, like get it like into the into the stratosphere. Yes. So we're going to uh, uh, pitch you some kind of jingles or commercials or songs you can use. Ooh, fabulous. Uh, for, uh, for this. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, um, um, all right, cool. So this is uh, something we can... It's, it's rough. It's a rough idea. Okay. Do you do too many drugs and sweat and have blood coming out of your nose? Well, you're in luck. Colin Hanks from Orange County has now put out his own line of Hanks kerchiefs. You can now dust away the cocaine upon your nose and look good while doing it. All while being at the height of fashion with these ready-made, American-made classic kerchiefs. 
What do you think? I think uh, I think there's a lot of uh, a, a lot of room for improvement. Okay, okay yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I can I mention, fabulous start. Mention cocaine more. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More. Yeah. Really drive home the bloody noses. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, <laughs> feel good in the summer, need, guys. Need the kerchief for the most. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, but That's, I like it. I okay. Like, great. Great. I, yeah. I, it's no, just like I, I said, it's just a rough rough thing. because like, you want the rock and rollers in there. Exactly. And of course, the exactly. song you would use, you could get that song because that's from queens of the stone age that's the first uh, that's queen a, song i ever that's heard that's just a that's a just a text away yeah exactly <laughs> so I, I don't mean to blow these guys out of the water but let me don draper you okay i you know what you know what? I'm, I'm mute that channel while i'm going through my <laughs> oh <laughs> taking control i'm oh, just man. saying uh it's all about exclusive exclusivity these days Oof. you want draper handmade winner. you want celebrity endorsed mm -hmm. but more than celebrity endorsed you want very very specific subcultures that's why i'm saying you put together the blood splatter collection signature hanks kerchiefs from christian camargo jamie murray jimmy smiths john lithgow <laughs> johnny lee miller edwards james olmos and you that's every single season villain from dexter each with their own blood spatter pattern that come out monthly from Hank's kerchiefs. A monthly, a, mo a, a monthly. That, you get yeah, the new one you, monthly. That Don Draper uh, monthly esque thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's and, and of course, kerchief of the month. I, I forgot to. I forgot <laughs> for the kerchief. Oh no! Hey. Oh, was that not implied? Oh. And this, this, this was my song. This oh, is what you got to do the the pitch that's underneath. This is great. It's called a, it's called a callback. Uh, of course, this is the original version that we haven't heard. They it's, got the red right hand. They got the they got the bloody hand. That's what you use handkerchiefs for. Oh. It's funny. You wipe it, it's it off. It's funny. Yep. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. funny. It's good. Uh, See, that ties in a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of a a, a, a Rorschach test of a yeah. of, of bloody. Yeah, you don't want you don't want any of the main cast in there. You just want. Single episode, single single season arc. episode arc. Yeah, you could do a box set of it. You could also, uh, you know, this is stuff you could sell at Comic Con, Galaxy Con, Walker Stalker. These all, you know, the, all of the cons, Blizz the Con. convention about blizzards. Yes, exactly. I mean, we're just blizzard, right? <laughs> yes, um, not that convention. fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's only I think there are multiple ways. To make red dots look cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. All right. I'm, all right, I'm, I'm right. on board. All right. I'm all right, on board. Right, see what. See how you do it, Neil. Buying it in the room. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's the best meeting I've ever Thank you had for uh, contracting Mahoney Partners Limited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, we have a presentation for you today. Don't um, limit your partners. I'm. Uh, I'm. Well, they're extremely limited at this point. Uh, uh, I'm. <laughs> First off, I'd like to apologize for parking your space. <laughs> I'm sorry I was late. Um, uh, and uh, when we talk about uh, kerchiefs, we're talking about accessories for men. It's not something that we normally think about when we think of accessories. Mm -hmm. Daily carries. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Daily carries, I like yeah. that. So uh, for imagery, we think about what's a masculine accessory for? And you see a man, he's changed a tire. He's wiping off his hands. He's tending to a skid knee of a child. Oh. Poultice. He's, <laughs> uh, God. Maybe he's used a pocket knife to slice open a box of 
<laughs> musk scented body wash and sticks it through his hand on the night before his friend's wedding. <laughs> good. Specific. Just, metaphor, very specific. Yeah. 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 Use so what you know. Just picture like kind of like light moments of our lives music under that. And then what comes to the rescue in each moment? A Hank's kerchief. <laughs> and then you wipe up all those things. <laughs> with like is that I'm feeling a lot I'm feeling a positive positive hit on this uh, I think you got it sold Neil don't over yeah. don't oversell it now that uh, that one's pretty good yeah. if, you, if we can get someone doing wipe up that's <laughs> that's, uh, that's 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 who the are we kidding voice. Largo that's... Connections it's gonna be this Keep a handkerchief in your pocket. Oh. That was my father's rule. It looked Nick Offerman? Yeah. What? And it saved my bacon. I fucking totally forgot about this. Because when I'd get whooped in a fight, I'd never soil the floor. This will probably be the one you have to use. Round my knife handle tight and even the fucking score. <laughs> How am I just <laughs> hearing this for the first time? I think this was on a special. Is this the one that Jordan Vo Roberts directed? Yeah, it was on American the... Ham? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Erase the prints from where you been for gravy or muttery. That's the real life Ron Swanson. That is. Yeah, that's Nick Offerman. Ron Swanson. Um, yeah. Oh, man. He'd, he'd sell much more than any of the ideas that we've come up with <laughs> yeah, here. Probably. I feel like I need to get a Nick Offerman endorsement. Endorsement. Yeah. Endorsement. He's got to design a kerchief. Well, after you're done with the red right hand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Well, now you don't have to. Of course. Yeah, I was, one of my ideas was, at first, I was going to do uh, uh, talking about like you know the the, the culture of uh, sticking uh, oh, like uh, the, the handkerchief band, uh, like yeah, in yeah. different pockets. Yeah, the, cruising. And I was going to play. Uh, I was going to play uh, uh, girls and be... boys by uh, Blur. And I'd be like, it's like in this day and age of lots of different genders, you'll never know who you're going to be talking to <laughs> with a handkerchief. You can now be a, wave it as a flag. Oh yeah, you were just taking the gay cult, cult, subcultural thing and just up. Just moving it to, to pronouns so you know which pronouns. Yeah, 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 exactly. That is brilliant, Jonah. That's a great idea. idea. I was going to go with leader of the pack from the Scorpio Rising, Kenneth Anger. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had another one that was, it was the, it, it's handkerchiefs for people who don't use them right now, and it's the gutter punk handkerchief. Uh, it comes in three colors, Gilman Gray, uh, <laughs> Green Day Green, and uh, Operation Ivy Camo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. And it's it comes in a dividable three uh, three parts, so you can make a subhumans patch out of it if you need to. <laughs> I almost I, like I didn't have time to do it because I thought of it on the way, but I was gonna look up like some like uh, like peace punk uh, Chinese, some Chinese band, and yeah. then, and just go. Do you not want the government knowing who you are while you protest them? Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> kerchiefs. When we when we launched, I, I like everything about this has been very sort of like just me coming up with like ideas and basically just leaning super hard on people like hey will you help me do this and yeah. one of the first people I went to was uh, Liam Lynch who uh, yeah who did Sipple and Ollie, Sipple and, Ollie yeah. and, and tons of stuff he's a super funny guy Pick of Destiny director Pick of Destiny yeah, yeah director of the uh, of the D movie and he we came up with this commercial that was basically like an, kind of like an infomercial but it was basically like all of the different uses for kerchiefs nice. and it start, starts off pretty 
legit and i had steve ag like as the model like <laughs> showing it off and then it, they just get progressively weirder and weirder oh great the more like as the list goes on and sort of ends with like you know like a sleeping bag for baguettes or like, <laughs> a literal banana oh, wait, hammock <laughs> and like liam actually like tore up a kerchief and like made an actual hammock oh god put a banana in it so yeah we've there's a there's plenty of uses for these kerchief there, there and they are genuinely it's one of those things where i'm not one to like it's like when you when you first posted about it yeah i wasn't like i was like what is this i was just like i was like oh let me see these yeah. just let me check it out as a guy that i like and then i was like i was like shit i don't use kerchiefs but I might have to get some. Like there's that, and also uh, I'll I'll be honest. I think we're all a little disappointed you didn't bring some for the podcast. You, well. know, you want to know what's so funny is that I uh, had three set aside uh, on my desk, and then uh, my kids distracted me. So yeah, fuck you, kids. <laughs> hey, I just gotta say, if there is one podcast that you need to consult with when you put together a handkerchief company. <laughs> It is Jesse Thorne's podcast, but we're glad that you came to this one. I got, a, I got one on me. Yeah, let's I see. Got, it. I, got, I got one of the the, the new ones. This Ooh, is, the is this is this out yet? Yeah. 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 Ooh, Oh yeah. Actually, one of my prized possessions is a the Cowboy Way uh, bandana that I got in, from Blockbuster when I worked there in '97. Oh, the movie The Cowboy. The way. movie The Cowboy Way. It, it's really it has uh, names. Yeah, I got on two it. nice ones and a bunch of shit ones. I just got some. Uh, I'll get you guys. Some, I'll, I'll send you guys some. Ooh! Oh, great! This worked out. Yep. <laughs> Went to plan. Yeah, Everything. my brow has been sweating. We only had to talk to him for two and a half hours. <laughs> He's got a knife. Um. So. Um. Yeah. That's. Uh. That's it for the show. No. Um, yeah. What? No. I told you this is I'll a tight. Stick around for the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, how long <laughs> will you keep me in the penalty box? Right, so Opening day, NHL. Have you sent this over to Tony Thaxton yet? What? You sent it over to Tony Thaxton yet? He should do oh, it now. Yeah, he's got a billion rules. Yeah, it's, it's only a seven-inch. And, and was really, this was released when? Like 75, I think. 75. So this is like way before the Super Bowl shuffle oh, and yeah, all yeah. that shit. And it was That's like, crazy. it sold like 100,000. <laughs> really? It like did really well in Philadelphia. Of course. But like, yeah. And it has like a ballad on the B side. Oh, really? Yeah. It's wow. Really Have you been listening to Tony Thaxon's podcast? No. Bizarre albums? It's great. He just, it's like he did one on Terry Bradshaw's country album. Did one on Simpsons Sing the Blues. Oh, did one on wow. Chipmunk Punk. The George Martin album. Now you can't go to the boat show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wham, kapsh, raining on me. I always thought that was the fucking raddest <laughs> fucking rant. Like, yeah, it's like, totally. went over, it was like something went over a sprinkler head and wham, kapsh, raining on me. Exactly. That's fucking, that's that's a good album. It's actually not that bad. Look and at all those idiots. Considering that that was that like is a novelty Simpsons album released at the the height of I, Simpson mania. The first yeah. like 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 you know 1990 or something like that. Yeah. Where it's just popular. Yes. But it's not like so smart, dude. Listen. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's not that that wave. Exactly. That first wave of just like we're still setting the plate for Parker Lewis. Can't lose or what was that show? Parker Lewis can't lose. Yeah, with Kubiak. Yeah, 
Kubiak. Kubiak. Yeah. Kubiak. The only thing I remember from that, besides synchronized swatches, was um, a, like they ordered like a ton of pizzas and Kubiak ate them all. Um, and then like just like like gallons and gallons of Jello from some prank they were trying to do, like lands and fills up a classroom and then he starts eating it. They're like, Coop, you just ate a bunch of pizzas. Why are you, gonna, are you still hungry? He's like, there's always room for Jello. Freeze frame, credits roll, show canceled. <laughs> <laughs> that that dude, uh, Adrian ben, ben Ruby, I always see at the most out there shows. Like I've seen him at Man Man four or five times. I've Wait, Kubiak? A, Kubiak. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Adrian Ben Ruby. He he went later went on to play. He was in ER for a long ER, time. Yeah, he, he was in like ER the, for a long time. I remember seeing him at a bunch of shows. Yeah. Who is the who is the other guy? Not Parker Lewis, not the, Kubiak. The guy with the glasses? The guy with the coat. The, the, he would pull all the stuff out of the, the coat. F- I, no, it's like the, he's almost like a rockabilly type dude. Oh. oh. Man, we really burned that card. Too oh, we burned that card. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. And I remember it was like the year after Parker Lewis came out, they tried to do the uh, uh, Ferris Bueller TV show. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that with um, with uh, what's his face from the George Burns uh, body swap movie. Patrick Dempsey. No, not Patrick Dempsey. He's not. He's not the guy from Eighteen again. No, that's the George Burns body swap movie. Eighteen again. No, it's not. No, it's not. Eighteen again. Heart and Souls. No, that wasn't. No, 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 no. Okay, so you got here's your body swapping movies from that right. era. You got Eighteen again with George Burns and whoever that guy is. That dude who okay. I'm talking about. But is the movie Eighteen again? Yeah, the George Burns one. Yeah, because he but did it's not a, Patrick an imitation of, of George Burns, but it's not Patrick Dempsey. Okay, there's a Patrick. Dempsey doppelganger guy that I can't remember his name. Yeah, and it's was not he the, John Cryer? What about like Can't Buy Me Love? Was that who's that? That's Dempsey. Patrick. That's Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, yeah, but there's no okay. body swapping in that. There's in none. The, but there's also like sort of body swap movies. We got Like Father Like Son. Yeah, Fred Cameron. Fred Savage. No, no, no. no Kirk Th- that's Cam- vice Kirk versa. Cameron. Vice versa is Fred Savage and Judge Reinhold. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Charlie Schlatter. Was the the guy in eighteen again? Oh, okay. I was never gonna fucking come up with that, Jonah. <laughs> I was never gonna make that one. That one was never gonna come. He out was my reoccurring mouth. on Diagnosis Murder after that, and yes, he was the lead in the Ferris Bueller short-lived Ferris Bueller TV show. I remember how they opened that. Like he's talking to the camera, doing the whole Ferris Bueller thing. And he's like, and then like, he said, "The Diagnosis Murder." <laughs> <laughs> but they do a thing where he goes like he pulls it. He's like, "I might not look like the Ferris Bueller you remember from the movie," and it's like a cutout of Matthew Broderick as Ferris Bueller. He's he's like, this is another kind of Ferris Bueller. And then he pulls out a chainsaw and then saws the cardboard standee in half. That was the opening of it. That's that. Let's just end the show now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Colin Hanks, for coming out to the show, making it all the way out to South Pasadena, California, the hard streets of South Pasadena. Beautiful. Beautiful. South Pasadena. Which, of course, is now, it's October, so it's become now Haddonfield. I forget the name of the town from... uh, It's because this is where they shot most of uh, Halloween, the yeah. original Halloween. So, oh, really? Yeah, Haddondale. Fuck, I'm never seen one of those movies. <laughs> Part they, three is is a standalone. It's fucking great. Tom really? Atkins, really, and his mustached glory. They all occur on October thirty first. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the idea. That was his idea from the original. It wasn't supposed to be a like Michael Myers throughout the whole thing. It was supposed to be like Halloween was just an anthology thing. Oh, which is why wanted. season of the witch is different, right? That's why season of the witch, which is part three, which is like this, like it's like a, a like a fucking pri- private investigator is investigating this small town where all these uh, weird Halloween masks are coming from, and it's this like Irish mob family that's kind of running it, and it turns out like like people who have the masks on, like they're gonna explode. <laughs> 
on Halloween. It's a it's oh, a crazy yeah. movie. Wow. And is so that's how Moby got the information. <laughs> that's how Moby got from the shift the shift shift shift. Shift shift. Good one. All right. Uh, well, and uh, they can find you online at Colin Hanks. Yep. Uh, buy some Hanks kerchiefs. Hankskerchiefs.com. Uh, watch um, All Things Must Pass. Yep. iTunes. Watch um, Nosa Me. Eagles of Death Metal Nosa Me. Yeah, that's on HBO? Uh, yeah, but it's also available on Shout DVD. Okay. Oh, yeah. there you go. So yeah. you, I, I noticed you're doing very subtle. Like It's like, yeah, it's on iTunes. It's on Shout DVD. Well, The, the, I, the things you get money for. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm not sure if you can get the Eagles doc on iTunes, but I know that you can get it on DVD. Okay. Dude, do people ever come up to you and, and think that you made a documentary about the other Eagles? Mm, <laughs> no. no, but they always get confused because I always just refer to it as Eagles and they go like, well, you made a documentary about the Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're more the Eagles of death. Yeah. Eagles of death um, metal. I, I, got like a, I have three uh, pieces of vinyl from, uh, what's the singer's name from Eagles of Death Metal? Jesse. Hughes. Jesse. Uh, it was a, basically a bar close. It was a beauty bar back in those days on Cahuenga. And he oh, was, yeah. and like, we kind of had some similar friends and yeah. we, everyone's like, Oh, we're going home. We're going home. He's like, and like, uh, he turns to me and he's like, Hey man, uh, I don't want to get into it, but I can't sleep for a while. Do you want to go get some food or something? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Randy. <laughs> I can't sleep yet. Yeah, that's that's. that's, that's I don't want to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> and so we went. Uh, we went to Astro Family Restaurant. Uh, oh wow! And then uh, like I drove that way because I was like, I was like, that's kind of near where I live. He's like, all right. And then we ate food and talked a bunch. He talked a bunch. Yeah. Uh, and then he like he ran to his car, gave me three records. Gives you free shit. Yeah. Every time I see Jesse, he gives me stuff. Yeah. And I go, a- Jesse, I don't need. I, he's, I know. I know. Just take it. Take it. Yeah. All right. I'm at a point now where people give me something. I, I go, I, I can't. I have nowhere to put this. I have no place to put this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Me and, my, me and my wife are just paring down the things we own. Mm-hmm. Just stuff stacking up. You, you care so much. Did you watch that lady's show where she tells you how to get rid of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sparks Joy. Sparks Joy. Is no, Sparks Nevada. Sparks Nevada. <laughs> different show. Yeah. All right. That's good. It's, it's called, uh, all, I can't remember the name of it, but it's, uh, it's all about like, yeah. But that's the thing. She's like, if it's Sparks Joy, you keep it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, we expect you to uh, uh, post and tweet about this and Instagram about this. <laughs> I will. I mean, no I like one's going to do- tweet about I, it. I like how we're oh, doing yeah. this on uh, on air now. Yeah, we have to hold people accountable now. <laughs> hold hold yeah. people accountable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thanks for, if you want your music played on this show, email it to us, gmail.com. If you want to do a station ID as a celebrity, it doesn't matter if you're good or not, send us that there as well. Thank you for everyone that's been listening. Jonah. Check out the bands that you've heard Jonas solicit advertisers if you want to advertise on the show email jsmith at uh, starburnsind.com real easy we'll put it on the the thing if you have a business and you want to do it uh, let us know send us your stuff Uh, I didn't want to bring this up earlier in the show um, but uh, uh, a sad day in music is today Uh, uh, Kim Shattuck from the the Muffs and from the Pandora's one the most one of the best voices in rock and roll. She uh, finally succumbed. Succumbed. She finally died uh, from uh, ALS. And so uh, I, uh, I I saw them many times. They're great. Uh, so we're gonna end with "Sad Tomorrow" from Blonder and Blonder. Uh, rest in peace, Kim Shattuck. Uh, check out the Muffs. They're a great band. Goodbye, everybody.
have good luck.